0: Welcome to Bedcrime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. To my bedcrimers. Hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out the channel. Do me a favor, if after watching the video you find you enjoyed it or you learned something, smash that like button and please consider subscribing. And if you want to support the work I do, please consider a membership. I keep the price really low, $1.99 a month. Hey, that's much less than even one drink from Starbucks. Now, without further ado, let's dig in. Finally, Harmony Renee Sori has received justice. Her biological mother, Crystal Sori, has asked that Harmony no longer be referred to as Harmony Montgomery. And I'm gonna honor her wishes. Harmony's monster of a father, Adam Montgomery, who once again chose not to appear in court, he's a coward and a pansy, was found guilty on all charges. Per the prosecutor's sentencing will likely take place in either March or April, and the hearing will likely last two to three hours. Now, in New Hampshire, if you're charged with a felony, you get two numbers. There's a minimum number and a maximum number. The minimum number can be no more than half of what the maximum number is. The minimum number of years is the amount of time that a convict will spend in prison. Once someone hits that number, they're then eligible for parole but they may not make parole if the powers that be decide that the inmate must remain behind bars. If you make parole, you stay on parole until your maximum number of years, if you live that long. For Adam's charge of abuse of a body, he can receive 12 months in the County House of Corrections. Doesn't seem like very much time to me for that crime. With the second-degree assault, falsifying physical evidence, and witness tampering charges, each one of those is punishable by three and a half to seven years in state prison, plus a $5,000 fine and five years probation. With regards to the second-degree murder charge, this is anything up to life with the possibility of parole. But because Harmony was under the age of 13 in New Hampshire, the minimum that the court should impose is 35 years to life. Those sentences could be concurrent or consecutive with one another, but they must be consecutive to the sentences Adam received last year in his trial for two career criminal charges, which were 33 and a half to 67 years in prison. Montgomery is currently 34 years old. If he only serves the minimum of 33 and a half years for the previous trial's convictions, that would take him to 67 years, as in 67 years old. If he serves the maximum, that would take him to 101 years old. Let's assume he serves the minimum for those and he's 67 years old when that sentence is served. For the charges connected to Harmony's case, at a minimum for the first three charges, Adam would receive nine years, not a lot. As for the most serious charge, I have to believe it would be at least 35 years, but likely more. Add 9 to 67 years old, and we get 76 years old. By the way, I suck at math, so if I make a mistake just try to be kind, at 35 to 76 years old, and we get 111 years old. And seriously, with the crime he's been convicted of, I do wonder if the internal prison justice system among inmates will take care of Mr. Cocky, Adam Montgomery, in the shower one day, a la Jeffrey Dahmer but Harmony's case isn't entirely over. Law enforcement and Crystal Sorry are still determined to find Harmony's remains and bring them home so that she can be laid to rest with some dignity, the dignity that she deserves. If you live in New Hampshire or Massachusetts, you can actually help with this important task. There are 26 miles along which Harmony, likely still in that duffel bag, must be located. Listen to what the prosecutor said today about where exactly Adam Montgomery traveled in the U-Haul truck he had a friend rent for him from March 3rd into March 4th of 2020. Does this mean the end of the search for
1: Harmony? What? Excellent question and the answer is it does not. One of the things that we could not state before but we can more clearly state now after the verdict is during trial people heard the last place that Adam Montgomery had driven that U-Haul too, and I have some specifics on that. I'm hoping people are paying attention. Um, he had that U-Haul between March 3rd into March 4th in 2020. He drove 133 miles. We heard about that on that U-Haul. Subtracting so back the 2.3 miles back and forth, or sorry, 3.2 from the rental, that left him with roughly 106 mile road trip all the way down, at least through the Tobins to the bridge tolls. We know northbound southbound northbound again through those tolls and then back to manchester that only left him with twenty six miles of driving that he could have done between where he was at the Lodge in manchester and going through the tobin those three times what that means is and we know that you went through no New Hampshire tolls. So what that means is that she is somewhere along that route. And you heard about the searches that have been done, specifically in the Rumney Marsh Reservation in Revere, around the Sales Creek area, the Chelsea Creek area, behind North Shore Road, Revere Police, Mass State Police, have been relentless in searching those areas with the Manchester Police Department. Um, uh, these ladies and gentlemen drove down and worked with them hand in hand. Those are still our big areas of search. And our big areas that we're hoping that somebody sees something. Everybody who might have seen the trial also would have seen the CMC bag. And there was a demonstrative that was used during trial. It was the exact same type bag. It had light white tan. It was canvas. It had dark colored straps. and it had a CMC logo in the middle. That was positively identified by multiple witnesses as the bag that Adam Montgomery had the last night that he had that bag in the U-Haul. So that bag went somewhere along that route and somewhere within no more than 26 miles off of that route down and back to Revere. Um, Also at this trial, what was pointed out was the fact that um, Adam uh, Montgomery was from the Revere area. He would know it very well that is still a high area of interest and we are still asking for anybody now who has heard this information, who seen this information, if you see this bag, if you hear about this bag, if you walk in one of these areas, I mean, you take the dog out for a walk, if you see anything like that that seems to be disturbed, so please let us know. Um, you heard also a trial that Harmony's body was bagged up several times inside of that CMC bag. There's a high likelihood that there may still be Parts of, her her that we can her part of her that we can recover.
0: Now one of Adam's friends, either Travis Beach or his girlfriend, Brittany Bedard, picked up the U-Haul van, which was a 2019 GMC savannah cargo van starting from the U-Haul facility, which was located at 515 South Willow Street in Manchester, New Hampshire, and drove it to the Econo Lodge, where Adam and Kayla Montgomery were staying. Then Adam supposedly took a Catholic medical center maternity bag in which he had stored Harmony, got in the van, and drove down to what's called the Tobin Bridge. This is a toll bridge, and the Massachusetts Department of Transportation logged three toll violations by the U-Haul van that Adam was driving. The violations occurred on March 4, 2020, at three different times. 4.44 a.m. at the Tobin Bridge North, 4.45 a.m. at the Tobin Bridge South, and 5.25 a.m. at the Tobin Bridge Local North. Per the prosecutor, the U-Haul van was driven a total of 133 miles. If you subtract the miles used to drive the U-Haul from the U-Haul facility to the Econo Lodge where Adam and Kayla were staying and then back to the U-Haul facility, then the road trip was roughly 106 miles total. That would be the road trip down to the Tobin Bridge and the road trip back up to Manchester. Per the prosecutor, all of this translates to a 26-mile-long route along which Harmony must have been dumped. Note that Adam's friend, Travis Beach, allegedly had a conversation with an inmate named Bobby Johnson, in which Beach told Johnson that the, quote, stuff was wrapped in plastic or plastic bags, end quote, and this stuff was presumably Harmony. The prosecutor mentioned that Adam grew up in Revere, Massachusetts, and that's only a 10-minute drive away from the Tobin Bridge toll gantry. So Adam knows Revere well. Because of that, investigators believe Harmony is likely somewhere in that area. And as you heard, They've already completed many searches there. Harmony being found would be such a comfort to Crystal and Detective Jack Dunleavy with the Manchester Police, who first listened to Crystal when nobody else would, has vowed to keep searching for Harmony. Harmony deserves to have a legitimate final resting place in a peaceful spot where all those who loved her can visit her. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories.
2: Same thing. So... We so he were here
0: most days. Yeah. First trial, I guess, was there anything that stuck out to you? What, how hard was it for you to hear some of these awful details?
2: Um, I've heard it so much over the last four years. Um, it just was a lot different hearing it from their mouths than reading it, you know. Um, it was very hard, you know. But, um, I have to stay strong for my boys, um... I'm going on five years clean, and I'm proud, very proud of that, you know, and um, this didn't impact that in any way. I know people thought that, but it didn't, and this can only make me stronger from here on out. Um, I'm her voice, I'm the person that's going to carry her on besides my loved ones, um, carry her memory, and make sure that no one ever forgets about her.
0: Crystal, I'm sure it's hard to hear. Do you believe- The version of events that they said happened in the courtroom do you believe that's what happened to your daughter
2: what the defense said
0: what the prosecutor said yes kayla said
2: yes i believe that you've gotten your strength for all
1: this you know adam wasn't in the courtroom even on the day that they delivered the verdict what is your reaction that he wasn't here today to hear those words and sit there and listen to that guilty verdict?
2: he's a coward he's a coward he's always been a coward hence why he did what he did he took away from the people that loved her because he couldn't hack that he didn't have control. That's all he cared about was control of everything in his life. He, she wasn't anything to him.
1: Crystal, Should what's next?
2: Um, a lot. I just can't say that.
1: Do you plan to be there for sentencing? Right now? This down?
2: She's here with me. And she... Is the one that keeps me strong every day. He was held held accountable today. Is there other people that should be held accountable for what happened, including the state of Massachusetts, the state of New Hampshire? I won't talk about that. Will you you be there for
0: sentencing and give an impact statement? He is supposed to be there for sentencing. Are you looking forward to seeing him and and maybe confronting him?
2: Yes, I'll be there. And Mm -hmm. I'll be looking him in the face while I say my impact statement because he can't get away from that. He has to be there. After so all, he has to listen.
1: After all said and done, would you say justice has been served for your daughter?
2: We're almost there. Crystal, We're almost
1: there. Crystal, they mentioned that, um, in closing, that your daughter was robbed of dignity, she was robbed of a peace, and she was robbed of a tombstone, a place to go. She's still out there, Sandra. How important is that part of this? It's not over for you. That's,
2: that's, you know, that's still a huge part of it. It's not over not going to be over until she's found and we are still looking the police you know we as a family we are still looking
1: and crystal your message to everyone that has really been impacted and touched by this case
2: i just want to thank everybody for the love and the support and um for the people that believe in me and reach out to me this whole time and um never doubted me you know um you know, the people that know me have known my whole life. They know how much I loved my daughter. And they know how much I fought for her, and I, I did everything I could. And when I didn't have anything left, I still tried. Um, so for the people that doubted me, they don't matter to me. They're not a thought in my mind.
1: You know? do, you, do you have a message for Adam today if he's listening to any of this or heard the verdict? What would you say to him today?
2: That I hope that what he did plays over in his mind every single waking moment that he lives on this earth. And I hope that he never falls asleep without seeing her beautiful face. Did you think that this day would come when you struggled with this, you're gonna find her? Did you ever think that this day would come? I knew it would, because that's why I did all that I did. So that it would. Did it give you any solace at all? A little bit, a little bit of peace, but she's still out there. So that's what I think about every day.
1: Is, what are your thoughts on all the work police have done already and continue to do? Oh,
2: the the police have been amazing. Um, you know, they still reach out to me and tell me all of the you know they're doing, and um, they all showed up here today to be there for her.
1: That meant a lot to me. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you. Crystal, thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.